First, I always have to point this out because it always makes me laugh. Everyone likes to sit right there. And then we have like a million empty spots scattered all over here. And it, you can only really see it from up here, but it makes me laugh. That's completely unrelated to anything I'm about to preach about, but I'm just going to point it out. What I am going to preach about, starting off, and this might even sound strange, is something which has kind of plagued our society a little bit. And it's called FOMO, fear of missing out. And I know I suffer from it slightly, at least slightly, probably a little more than slightly. But for myself, the way it looks, I normally am one of the last people to leave when someone invites me someplace. Why? Because I have this fear that as soon as I leave, there's going to be this incredible thing that's going to happen, and I'm going to miss out on it entirely. And the reality is that's probably not going to happen. It's probably going to be the same. And even though I should probably leave to get home, I'll stick around till the end. In other people, it can look kind of like a fear of commitment because they're afraid to say yes to one thing because all they think about is what that excludes them from doing. What other person might ask me to do something else that could be more fun than if I say yes to this person right now. And so they wait till the last second to commit to anything, or they might kind of sort of commit to one thing, but really they're waiting for the next big thing to, be, uh, to come along. And I think just going to our gospel today and looking at our Blessed Mother, and it can be easy to assume that Mary knew exactly what her yes was going to mean, that she had it all figured out, that she was fully aware of everything that would come from her yes, from her commitment to what the angel Gabriel had announced to her. But that would be a, a matter of the intellect and not an act of faith and of trust, which is what made her yes so perfect. When she said yes to, at the Annunciation to St. Gabriel, she had no idea the joy that she would have holding Jesus when he was born. She had no idea the fear and anxiety of when they were in the caravan leaving the temple and realizing that he was not in the caravan and then Mary and Joseph scurrying back to the temple to find him teaching the scribes and the, the scholars of the law. Mary had no idea what it would be like to see her son teaching in the synagogues throughout the city. And of course, Mary had no idea the pain that would come from seeing the people of Jerusalem spitting at her son, from watching him carry the cross up Calvary's hill, and to watching Jesus be crucified on the cross as she knelt and could do nothing, completely powerless as his mother to do anything to watch as the soldier cast his spear into her side. When she said yes at the Annunciation, she knew none of these things. She did not understand what it would do, but what she did was she put our trust in the Lord, that the Lord had the best intentions at heart, and that the Lord desired the best things for her. She had that level of faith and trust, that all the things that would come with her yes would be the Lord's will. For ourselves, it can really be an attack on our own spiritual life. So many people struggle to know what it is the Lord is calling them to do. 
And they constantly are trying to figure, well, Lord, what are you calling me to? And they want that perfect clarity. Lord, I'm going to sit right here until you tell me exactly what I need to do. Otherwise, I'm not moving. And that's not good discernment. To discern means to choose between multiple goods. And the Lord is calling all of us to something. And if we sit there and just wait and don't move, and we wait for that perfect clarity, then we're making an act of the intellect and not of faith. And the Lord calls us to make these acts out of faith and trust in him. The priest friend of mine who's the vocation director now for the Diocese of Orlando tells this story quite frequently on his discernment retreats. And he recalls the time leading into his own ordination. And as he sat there and prayed in the chapel, he asked the Lord, Lord, call me again. Let me know that this is what you're asking of me. And to his shock and surprise, the Lord said, no, I've already called you. How are you going to respond to that call? It kind of shook him up a little bit. He's like, what do you mean you're not going to call me again? I'm about to lay down my life for you, and you're not going to call me again? But the Lord said, no, I've already called you. I'm waiting for your response now. The Lord is calling all of us to great things. The Lord is asking something of every single person here, and we have to respond in faith and in trust in him. If we're waiting for that perfect clarity, we'll move nowhere in life. We will stand still, and at the end, we'll just say, well, I tried. But no, the Lord is calling you to make that act of faith. The Lord has called every single person here to do something great. He has called every single person here to make that act of faith. What are you going to say in response?